eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If you've never watched a Rams game in your life before And you don't know what a fourth down is or how a team scores You don't have to be an expert for enjoyment to occur If you need a team to root for, that's what we're here for It's not a car, it's not a bus Hop on board, you're safe with us Welcome to the bandwagon He's Larry and I'm Kevin Welcome to the bandwagon Larry, I just I just got excited because not only are we getting the uh, the Lions Rams dream matchup, you yes. also reminded me about Heidi Ho, which I had just completely forgotten about. I, it's my new greeting for 2024. I forgot about it. You reminded me, and I just can't stop smiling now. How did you forget? And you should have been utilizing it uh, ever since we first talked about it. it it's yeah. it's our our pre show uh, warm up, uh, <laughs> and. <laughs> And um, um, since we get to extend uh, into the playoffs, I'm hoping that somehow it catches on uh, with the Ram Nation. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how. Chanting <laughs> Heidi Ho on, on all the visiting fields that we'll be playing on in the playoffs, right? Heidi Ho, go Rams, go. I mean, hey! it, it's sitting right there. Uh, yes. Wow, that's it. Uh, we could just sign off. That's it. Podcast yep. done for the day. All right. <laughs> I'm Here's Kevin Schott. Hashtag. That's right, Larry, Morgan. I'm Larry Morgan. Heidi Ho, go Rams, go. Uh, Rams, <laughs> man, what a great day. Uh, Rams beat the Niners somehow, uh, which was great. I mean, look, somehow they neither had their A team on the field, but right. it didn't look like we were going to win that game. And then we came back. Uh, Carson Wentz can be our new running back, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he, he, just, he went out there and he just decided he was just going to you know, beat himself up. There are so many things about this game that, that kind of could have been a garbage game, except there were a number of things uh, w- with uh, implications as to you know, what comes next, as well as, I mean, there, was, there were so many things that were kind of important. One, I think, just the idea of, of beating the Niners 
yeah. which is uh, a team we may have to face again in the play. I mean, if things continue, you know, if, if both teams go and start winning, <laughs> they will yeah. face each other again. Um, so it's, I think it's important even just to kind of have that psychological thing of we went up to Levi's stadium and played a tight game and uh, the defense so stepped tight. up. Tight and, as in like cool and fresh and dope. That was a tight yeah, game. Yeah, that's right. That's what I meant because that's <laughs> what I say when I say, you know me, I keep things tight. Uh, <laughs> I got I got the riz to do that. Um, <laughs> coming for a guy who said hi-ho uh, a minute ago. Um, so b- between that, uh, also, it's just so nice to see 10 wins on, yeah. on the uh, on the you know, the regular season col- win column. Uh, they they threw up a stat earlier that was just remarkable to me, and and it shouldn't be because we've lived through it, but the, the team started three and six. Yeah. We lost uh, Stafford for a couple of critical games. We, we You and I were both, you know, s- trying to stay as positive as possible, but it really took exactly what happened, which is just getting everybody back, back on track. It's one thing about sports that can be very inspiring. Uh, All in all, it's just a silly game when it comes down to it. But when it can teach you about both resilience and uh, uh, determination, those are the things that this team showed in terms of we're not giving up, we're going to get back. And and then to go, I was going to say six and one, seven and one to finish out what was looking like a, a mediocre season for a while and to do it in uh, an opposing uh, stadium. And then with the idea that just, just again, psychologically not having to be the seven seed uh, yep. playing the Cowboys, whatever, that's a thing. But uh, now we've got this great story and haven't even touched on accomplishing a major record for maybe one of the coolest guys in the NFL and one of the greatest stories in the NFL this season who just happens to be ours. That was f- out of all of it. If we, if we get the chance to just gush over Puka Nakua setting two records in one game in a game he didn't need to be playing in, but clearly wanted to and got to enjoy it with his mom is just like, Oh, yeah. go Kevin, go gush, go ahead. Just, just beautiful. I mean, gosh, I, you know, the, the big, the storyline after the Rams, like won the Super Bowl was we don't have any draft picks for years and years and years. And here we get this kid Puka Nakua in, in these quote unquote, like low draft numbers that we have. And he ends up being uh, a star in his first year, rookie of the year. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. It was, it was na- like nail biting and nerve wracking and annoying a little bit watching him try to get that last reception and those yards to, to get the record. But then he finally does it, gets the hug from his mom. Who's there. Um, he, you know, they said it best during the broadcast. Like the kid always has a smile on his face. Even, even they noticed that even in his mask, you know, you can only see his eyes and he, even his eyes are always smiling. It's, you know, I, re- I actually really admire what you said, Larry, about just the story of sports um, and, you know, resiliency and never giving up. And on top of it, we got a guy who goes out and looks like he's having fun every day. Yes. And yes. that is that is why I like sports when I, you know, I get I get getting enthusiastic and getting getting gritty and getting aggressive. But man, if, if somebody's having fun while they're winning, I mean, uh, it's uh, it's just a, it's a joy to watch. I mean, Puka has been a joy to watch and it's going to be so cool to see him play in a playoff game in his first, uh, hopefully multiple playoff games. But we got at least one ahead of us. Yeah. 
So he set two records today. It took uh, a few yards and a couple of catches to do it. And since everybody in the entire Levi Stadium knew where the ball was going to be trying to go to, it was yeah. it made it very tough. And he played way too far into the game for everybody else's taste. But um, yeah. he set rookie uh, records for uh, re- number of receptions and receiving yards in the yep. same game. And yeah. then you literally could see Sean McVay on the sideline the moment that happened. He didn't even, he pumped his fist once, I think. And then he was just saying on the on the microphone, get him out, 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 get him out. Yep, yep. Like, bubble wrap like, him. Puka wasn't like. already thinking about that. You know, yeah. it's just like, get me out of here. I'm getting beat up on this. And, um, uh, oh, oh, what else? Oh, so here's my question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that kind of day, where do you think he stands in relation to the rookie of the year possibilities, which uh, it, it, he's going up against a guy who also did an amazing job. And also typically if, if rookie quarterbacks have a great year, CJ Stroud with the Houston Texans who have, they have had a remarkable turnaround and he's been, probably the biggest focus of that i i have to feel like quarterbacks tend to get the edge but setting these two records is something but i don't know i mean yeah any any thoughts on that well the texans got into the playoffs today you know they had to they had to win to get in so that's that's a huge story cj stroud you know taking over after a uh you know, a pretty terrible story from their past from the Texans past quarterback creates a creates a great storyline for for that team. Um, I, you know, it's hard to say because my bias obviously is for the Rams. The, the noise that I've been hearing around the league has been puka puka puka. Yeah. Um, you know, the records, maybe there's an LA bias, maybe that sort of like that might play to Puka's advantage. Um, you know, I'm gonna root for Puka. But yeah, yeah, it's going to be a close race. I, I think Puka wins it. I think he wins it. I just think he's too likable to, to, to not get yeah, the, enough votes to make it happen. Like, he's just got such pure joy when he's out there. Uh, by the way, uh, as long as we're talking about rookies, one thing that gets a little overlooked because it's just not as sexy as a position. But uh, as you said, Puka was a, a fifth round pick, right? For the Rams mm-hmm. in a year where we, I mean, oh, boy, if considering how hindered we were in terms of how far down in the draft we were, to to have uh, the the names that we got do the jobs that they've done in yeah. this season and to get a superstar similar to the way Cooper Cup kind yeah. of came into his own and the fact that we have them both but I, I did want to mention uh, and it, and it kind of got brought up after last week's game in fact that touchdown the near touchdown that Puka Nakua had when he had that catch. Uh, last week against the Giants and was running racing yeah. down the sideline and just barely missed getting into the end zone. Uh, who who else? They, they had him mic'd. Uh, Steve Avila, who oh, yeah. uh, was the Rams' uh, first pick of the draft in the third round. Yep. Uh, we should say Avila's been starting. I mean, yeah. he he's Every a freaking kid, and he came in and he's so again. They did a great job with the picks they got. But Avila is running down the field like a kid, yeah. screaming at like, woo-hoo, woo-hoo, like, like literally like a child at Puka to get into the end zone 
Yeah. And he like even a, later they have him mic'd on the sideline. And he's going, I sounded like I was a little kid out there. I was and he and he mocked himself for even going, he knew it. Even he knew it. A, th- a 333 pound uh little kid running down the field, yeah. which is yeah. gonna be a terrifying sight to see. But the, he's another guy who kind of reminds me of Puka, always yeah. smiling, always Pure positive. Joy. Yep. And they're and they're both rookies and kind of part of a, a core that's gonna keep uh keep hopefully stick around and keep growing. For the Rams, uh, yeah. it's it's I really love exciting. This team, I love this team. Kyron Williams doing yes. what he's doing. Demarcus Robinson, who uh, is is salvaging a career because of stepping in and and making some big plays. Honey Thunder, um, Honey Thunder. If you recall, every time he gets the ball, I'm like Honey Thunder, yeah. yeah. Nobody How, nobody calls him still. But is I it do. not catching on yet? It's, <laughs> it's shocking to me. <laughs> shocking to me. That's not catching on. Uh, I, I I have grown to love this group of players. It's exactly kind of what you want from a team that that outside of its superstars, which are are obvious. You start to get these other key pieces who just are do an awesome job. And Aaron Donald, who uh, is going to another Pro Bowl, based mm-hmm. purely upon the fact that it, uh, it, uh, he gets triple teamed. Not exactly. because of any, like, he's not had a major statistical year, but it's freed other guys up to, you know, step their game up and be able to get the. And he doesn't complain about that. He's perfectly mm-hmm. fine with that. And everybody's still... Uh, contends that he may be the greatest who's ever played at that position just for the very fact that people have to focus on him. So just when you kind of start to tick it all off, if you uh, uh, include everybody but uh, the kicker. Um, oh, we, God, we had to go I there. Even, I don't even want to. I don't want to. We, we no. might have to. I think we have to. I think we have to. We have to live in well, reality. We are the perennial Pollyannas of podcasting, but uh-huh. uh, but we do have to live in reality from time to time. And man, we do not have a person who knows how to kick a, a ball through those little yeah. uh, through those through those goalposts. Um, and I and I don't know what the remedy. I mean, what can you do going into the playoffs? You have you have missed a window for any. Obviously, you can't make any any changes or trades. I, I, the only thing you can do is maybe can you. Going to the playoffs, pulling somebody off waiver. I can't. I don't know what the rules are. With that. I, I, and, is, and would there be anybody yeah. even available on a practice team anywhere? Uh, I mean, so, they would have already pulled the trigger if there was anyone yeah. kind of worthwhile available. They cut Haversick. I didn't know that they cut him on New Year's Day, so he's not even on in on yeah, the Meyer, roster anymore. Meyer was and, back. Myers back and missed the extra point. And I just, yeah. you know, and uh, McVeigh admit, did admit that uh, he has changed his play calls based on, you know, not having it, you know, going forward on fourth down. Maybe that weirdly plays to our advantage in the playoffs. Maybe some big fourth and three comes up and we go for it and uh, and it leads to a touchdown where it would have been three points normally, you know. And you might um, see more plays drawn up for two point conversions just to, yes. you know, try and, it, it, especially early in a game, if, if, you have the chance to go, to go for two and you think you can pull it off and you, and you drop the plays properly and you have, you know, some momentum, then I, that might be a consideration too. And something like that has, does not help a kicker's confidence when they're, no, when they're no. on the sideline normally would be going in just to kind of boot a gimme for an yeah. extra point. And is Oh, they're going for two again. Okay. Well, I'll just, I'll just be, I'll just be over here. If you guys just, need me. We got my jersey on. If you, uh, yeah, I'm still part of this team. There's my jersey. Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, my key card still works. Uh, I was so watching yeah. one of the early games. Uh, God, what was it now? I can't even remember what it was. But there were there were missed extra points in that game too. And I'm kind of like, man, this is. I know they moved it back in recent years, but um, 
you know, it's not a problem that's that's just isolated to the Rams. Uh, well, remember last week? I mean, against the Giants, but both yeah. teams had 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 missed everything. So and the Niners was, missed uh, Moody, right? He hadn't missed. Yes, a, he, they said he he hadn't missed a field goal or an extra point. All all he hadn't missed an extra point he all solid. year. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so. look, I, I, they made a point uh, during this game that going into the playoffs, you know, you're you're playing teams with similar, uh, you know, you're 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 going you're you're playing against teams who have a lot to play for in the playoffs and are also generally evenly matched. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. So yeah. uh, those extra points, special teams, those are going to be critical things uh, going into the playoffs and. That's something that they have to really consider. And like to your point, you know, calling plays differently, going for fourth down more often, no matter what the what the field position is. Um, so, yeah. So but but look, six, a six seed uh, wrapping up the season with a 10 and seven record. Doubled which, our wins yeah. from last season, yes. by the way. Doubled our yes. we were five and 12 last year. We doubled our wins. Woo. And here's the big story. The one that. We were kind of hoping for that it's going to be undeniable that it's probably going to get more attention than any other of the playoff games. It's yeah, going to be week. Matthew Stafford going back to Detroit to take on the Lions and Jared Goff, former Ram starter. Yep. And that is going to be incredible i mean it's going to be because detroit is not going to hate stafford you know for one they're no. going to be probably they're going to cheer him they're going to yeah uh, they're going to want to win but they're yep. going to you know he's he's he didn't leave in some sort of lebron type you know situation no, and abandon the city yeah that's uh, uh, and then you know golf obviously maybe a little bit of a chip on his shoulder because of the way he was traded and mm -hmm. a team that has played very well this year, he's going to be motivated. Uh, yeah. That's going to be a wild one. I don't love that it's the Lions, but yeah. also they've seemed a little vulnerable over the last few weeks, whereas they looked pretty dominant earlier in the season. If I'm kind of getting the vibe of that right, I, I wasn't paying that much attention, but... Um, I that think is the game I, I was watching earlier is the Lions uh, taking right. on the Vikings. And the, I got to say, the Lions look good, at least today, uh, the, as, from what I was watching. They have uh, that, uh, uh, what's, oh man, I'm blanking on his name. Um, um Something, he's got a, a Saint, sorry, I'm just making a bunch of noises now. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, um, are, you right? are you all right? Are you, are you, are you meditating stroke, suddenly in the middle of me. <laughs> Um, it'll, it'll, it'll come to me eventually, but, uh, they, they have a, they have a great team. I'm still, I'm still searching. I'm going to, I guess yeah. maybe he's a weak score. Well, to my point, I mean, they, they yeah. had some late season losses. They lost to the Cowboys and, and the Cowboys are tough. That was a, that was a controversial game, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah. and they lost to the Bears, which was a very embarrassing loss. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In Chicago. Um, and I'm in uh, Ross St. Brown. I'm in Ross. Oh, I'm, that's, Brown. oh, yeah, that's, that's, he's a USC, uh, I, alum. Yeah. And he, great he looks receiver. good. He looks Great so good. So that's a scary weapon that that uh, that we have ahead of us. I will yeah. say, you know, it before before the games ended today, we were either going to be playing the Cowboys, the Lions, or the Eagles. And I think of all those teams, the Lions probably who I want to face least, and because the Eagles aren't playing so hot. Cowboys Cowboys look pretty good too. So Cowboys either of those be tough. Teams would be tough for sure. I, I agree with you. I. Tough. I think that th there's going to be so much hype around the the story, but again, mm -hmm. it's one of those things. If if 
it, it's inevitable if both teams keep winning that they yeah. have to play each other at some point anyway. Yeah. So uh, it, it, the story is going to be there if things go. It might as well be this one. And uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to kind of t- dominate the conversation. I mean, here we are talking about it, uh, yeah. but it's, yeah. it's impossible to miss. It's a good story. <laughs> I mean, it it's sure a really is. good story for both teams to be getting into the into the playoffs and facing each other first thing and having it uh, back in Stafford's, uh, you know, home for so many years. Uh, yeah. It's it's just going to be a, a lot of extra drama, and they are going to be a tough team. That is that is a that is a rough first draw. But uh, and you man, and I talked I, about this before that that uh, you know I, I'll speak for me, but we I think we both are fans of Jared Goff, and you know it was it was the yeah. right move to when 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 we brought Stafford in, obviously because it it ended in a Super Bowl victory. But I I really admire the dude, and I've been happy to see the Lions doing so well. And I and the, one of the main reasons I didn't want to face the Lions was because. I wanted the Lions and the Rams to just keep advancing in the playoffs so that if one of them got eliminated, I could root for the other. You know, I'm rooting for the Rams, obviously, <laughs> all the way. But if the Rams weren't in the playoffs, I would 1,000% be rooting for Jared Goff and the Lions. It's just a feel-good story all around. Um, you know, the Lions have been terrible. for They haven't made the playoffs since 2016. I don't think they've hosted a playoff game in, in you know, at least a decade, if not more. So it's a feel-good story for that city and that team. Uh, but we, you know, hopefully we'll just stomp on all of that and crush their, crush all their spirits. I mean, that is, <laughs> that is the goal. <laughs> yeah. Go look how quickly you, you turn that around. Uh, so, uh, I don't know exactly when, uh, the game is supposed to happen. If, uh, they, we you know, it, it, as a recording, a we don't know yet. Yeah. As yeah. a recording, we don't know once the bills and, uh, and dolphins game wraps up for tonight, then I believe they're releasing the schedule. So. Uh, you listening know this already. You know more than us. Look at that. Welcome to the bandwagon. And even if you, even aside from that fact, you know more than us. So, so you're welcome here. Uh, any yeah, we'll, other uh, any other random thoughts on the game uh, outside of uh, just the uh, the outcome? An exciting game. You know, it, it really yeah. kind of came down to the last couple of minutes. Uh, a, a defensive play, an accidental defensive play, a, a helmet uh, yeah. caused a fumble. Caused that fumble. I, yeah. I was kind of, I mean, I other than um, Stafford throwing, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Carson yes. Wentz throwing an interception, which was which was off of a deflection. Yeah, there was that the only turnover all day until the very end. I mean, yeah, I think so. Both, both fill in quarterbacks, Sam Darnold and Carson Wentz. At this point, both of them veterans of multiple teams. Yeah, and, and both of them having the chance basically to audition for starting positions somewhere else next year. And by the way, I, I should throw this in because he was very briefly a Ram last year and had a moment of glory yeah. and it helped build his career. Baker Mayfield is yeah. leading the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, a, a thoroughly mediocre team, but did well enough to edge into the, to win their division. And, he did his job, yeah. And end up in the playoffs. Baker Mayfield leading the Bucks. Uh, a, an heir apparent to Tom Brady. And yeah, yeah. It may be a terrible, terrible division, but that, I mean, look, all you got to do is win your division and you're in. Yeah. So he did his job. I mean, you, yeah. can't, you can't knock that. Yeah. You get some momentum. Uh, you know, we've seen it. How many times have we seen wild card teams, both yep. in, in every sport, yep. uh, end Just up going hot. all the way through because they get hot and, and yep. they have the momentum to do that. Uh, yep. And the only other, uh, I mean, as far as the game goes, uh, just from the, any other standpoint, 
uh, no crapopolis ads. I think I think <laughs> that they have pretty much. I think that, I think was, that if, if that was on the bubble, then they got eliminated this weekend. I think they are uh, bubble bursted. Uh, you know, and you, you, oh, go ahead. You got one more. Yeah. Oh, and no, and just and no, Mark Sanchez. Just an absolute. I'm sorry. I yeah. hate to revel in it. Just, <laughs> an, uh, just an absolute delight to have two professionals who really yep. called the game in and who were really excited about the right stuff. Didn't use a bunch of good. dumb terminology. Uh, yeah. Used uh, their experience uh, with with the game to enlighten us about stuff and have great uh, insight into it. Uh, that was just absolute delightful. I really hate to bag on Mark Sanchez. He played for USC. I, I I I'm fine with the guy. I appreciate the the human being, but boy oh boy does he just rub me the wrong way when he's calling games. Oh man, it's like watching. It's like trying to watch Bill Walton call a USC basketball game. It just makes me crazy. <laughs> oh well, you, don't even you, get me started. They got they, like as you mentioned, they they got rid of one USC quarterback alum, and they they brought in another Aaron, uh not Aaron Donald, uh, uh Dar, Dar, Sam Darnold. I the reason I'm bringing his name up again and bringing it back to him. I had no idea he was on the 49ers. That was the first yeah. random thought that I made. I had no idea he was on the he's Niners. He's barely stepped on the field, uh, at least as much as we've seen. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's his first start of the season because yep. Brock Purdy has, has not been hurt. I mean, he might have come yep. in and played some garbage time this year. Yeah. But he's he's back there, you know, being a team player. And for the most part, looked okay today, except, you know, yeah. he, that, that fumble was was not necessarily a mistake on his part. No, At the very yeah. end, it was just a a, a, <laughs> a yeah. very hard helmet hitting exactly yep. the right spot at the right time. Yeah. Uh, but good for that defense for getting back there and and uh, and and getting it done. I mean, it's funny when when the defense needs to step up in critical moments. It seems like our defense actually can come through with. Yeah. Uh, with the right kind of play to secure a win. That was that was an exciting good good looking good going into the playoff. You brought yeah. up another play, the uh the the one other turnover that we know for sure happened was a 49ers pick which was actually deflected off the pass early on, but I don't know if you were you were as uh, distracted by the name of the 49er who got the pick. His name <laughs> Taylor Hawkins. Taylor yes. Hawkins, yes. Uh, also known as the the recently rest in peace deceased drummer of the Foo Fighters, and Correct. and it was just so bizarre hearing his name, and I I was like Fox, you got to go to commercial playing Monkey Wrench or Learn to Fly, <laughs> or you you got you got to drop in a Foo Fighters song. I can't believe they didn't. Maybe they didn't have the license to it, but I yeah I couldn't. Uh, I, and and what a what a great day for that kid. He came up from the practice squad and got got an interception in his first game, and I think was part of a sack as well. Uh, not right. that I want to highlight a 49ers player, but yeah, Taylor Hawkins, that was uh, the other random thought that I had. I, I think actually for considering how many, uh, you know, second team players we had out there, there were still quite a few starters on the team. But when they showed the list of the guys who were not starting, you know, the the really protected superstars for both team, I was I was surprised to see Debo Samuel out there as much as I, I did. But then he he kind of disappeared yeah. after a while. Yeah. Uh, you know, Brock Purdy and Matthew Stafford didn't even suit up today. Um, yeah, it, it did not feel like a like the way a preseason game can feel when you have a bunch of I was I was worried it would that was my fear at the beginning of the game there weren't a lot of mistakes there weren't a lot of uh, penalties uh not a lot of miscommunication it looked like two really good professional teams going at it I think there was still you know it, it it wasn't your guys that you normally see out there so both teams were 
perhaps at a disadvantage in terms of kind of humming on all levels. But man, it was it was exciting. It was well executed. Uh, people were really playing lights out. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it it was really a fun game to watch, and and it and it bodes well too to have some kind of depth uh, on the Rams team, which is something that I don't know we felt like we've had in the yeah. last couple of seasons that we felt really comfortable. Anytime somebody was out, we were like, oh, no, what are we going to do? The receiving yep. core seems solid. The tight end position seems solid. We seem to have enough offensive linemen and, and, and defensive guys to, to fill slots and come in and do the job. Uh, I'm pretty excited about getting this wild card weekend going and, Same here. Uh, and continue this season as long as we can possibly continue it. I'll make the prediction now that uh, t- the today's game of the Niners and the Rams, not the last time we're going to see that this year, this, this season, we're going to, I, I, you know, basically Pretty what much. I predict. Yeah. I mean, look, it, it's the way it works is because the Niners have the buy. They will play whoever the lowest seed remaining after this coming weekend is after the, after right. the wild card right. weekend. So that could very well be the Rams if they, yep. they have to beat the lions. And basically as long as the Packers don't win, it's a, you know, I know there's a lot there, but there's a good chance. Uh, and, and kind of like you said, if, if both the teams do keep winning, they will eventually meet. And, um, and I'm, I'm, we're going to see it. We're going to see it and it's going to be exciting and the Rams are going to win and they're going to win eight Super Bowls in a row and it's just going to be so much fun. <laughs> All right, good. I'm glad I'm glad you're still holding on to that. Was it eight? Was it was it eight last I, week I, as well? I think it went from eight to 15 and I went back to eight. Yeah. So, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I'll double down Maybe we see week. 12 or something. Yeah, we'll, just we'll, we'll pick something the difference a little bit. <laughs> yeah, 12 Super Bowls uh, in a row. Yeah. 11 and a half uh, Super Bowls. <laughs> the next 11 and a half. Um, Look, I, you know, at this point, honestly, when it comes to the playoffs, I obvious here's the here's the really encouraging thing about the Rams. I mentioned that you know, uh, wrap up the season seven and one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one loss was to uh, the Ravens. In generally, the Ravens, who have the best record in the NFL and are considered at least right now, probably the favorite to go to the Super Bowl, yeah. and and we. We just like within inches, within this, by the skin of our teeth, lost a very tough game in Baltimore to the Ravens. Yeah. So, so to me, that's got to be, that means, honestly, I think we could beat anybody in this playoff picture. Uh, I originally thought maybe the Dolphins were going to, you know, uh, head into that AFC. division probably really strong uh, the chiefs are uh, you can't out count out Mahomes and those guys etc yeah. yeah. etc et but everybody the ravens probably have the the best momentum toward the end of the season and i think the rams have the best yep. momentum momentum toward the end of the season because Definitely. every other team maybe the cowboys every other team has been showing signs of weakness as they've gotten toward the end of the season and the playoff picture just anything could happen it, it it always does. You know, that's yeah. the great thing about sports is you you give enough teams a chance and to see who steps up, you you just never know. But yeah. I, I I look at this, you know, NFC side from 49ers down to Packers, we could beat every single one of these teams with oh, the yeah. with the lineup we've got right now. No oh, yeah. no doubt. Uh circumstances have to be right and uh we have to play at the best of our ability. So I'm excited, man. I it's 
It is. So, I mean, I, I just predicted, what do we say? 11 and a half Super Bowls. It is really hard <laughs> not to get ahead of myself. I'm definitely like, because we have to beat the Lions next week. That's where it starts, right? Yes. But it feels like, it. much to your point, it feels like this team could really, I mean, it's funny because I was going to say it could really surprise some people. Um, I think they'd only be a surprise because, based on how poorly they started this season because everything else yeah. is pointing towards this team is the real deal. And and you hear it. You, I hear it on the on the Fox broadcast and on the, you know, the, t- Michael Straham. I hear him saying like, look, this Rams team is, <laughs> they're, they're the hottest team in football right now. So yep. they're, yeah, people they're, are picking up on it. People yeah. are feeling it. Puka is going to help highlight that. Uh, the, the, the record toward the end of the season, you know, anybody who pays attention to fo- football is going to recognize that. And look, th- the fact is, Kevin, um, we don't know exactly how things are going to go, but being the perennial Pollyannas of podcasting here on the Welcome to the Bandwagon podcast, uh, before you know it, when we get to February and that big game, the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, you know what we're going to be saying on that day. Heidi Ho, go Rams, go! And we'll be the only ones. We'll be the only ones saying <laughs> it. Yeah, and they'll and they'll kick us out of wherever we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Please leave the Buffalo Wild Wings immediately. <laughs> Welcome to the bandwagon.